Next cheese, but could I give you pizza? It's something from Jim Cornette when he used to sing the song. I might do that each time we do it. And it's like, cold to meat with extra cheese. The cold to meat with extra cheese. The cold to meat with extra cheese. Fried or boiled, the cow must die. It's some, make me hungry. It's some of the funniest shit ever, Tony. And remind me to show you later. It's so, so good. So... Welcome to some more Nair Wrestling. We are back. It is I, Mark Sylvester, along with the man, the myth, the legend, the sexiest motherfucker in the entire world, Loser Quest himself, Tony. I thought you meant John Wick, <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. Well, <laughs> Keanu he's, Reeves. He's second to you, Tony. <laughs> Hello. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Retro Rivalries, where we look at a different rivalry throughout the entire history of professional wrestling week to week yeah so thank you for coming back to us tony yeah. how have you been i've been good how have you been i've been good thank you very much i've been le good i've been good and so we're going to be looking at today tony the cm punk versus mgf feud and this is episode two from the 24th of november 2021 from chicago illinois mm. You know, quite frankly, no, quite frankly, you really hurt my feelings last week. I extended out my hand like a gentleman, and you really hurt my feelings, man. I mean, it was almost as bad as the time you quit, took your ball, and went home like a little bitch. You know what was great, though? The pipe bomb. Everybody loves the pipe bomb, right, Chicago? Yeah, my God, so good. Legendary. What you would call a great promo, and I think it's fair to say, Punky, that the pipe bomb is your best moment. Except here's the problem, bud. Every MJF moment is the best MJF moment. Because unlike you, I'm not a one-trick pony. And don't get it twisted. I respect you, man. I respect everything you've done. Hell, I even respect the fact that you're straight edge. Granted, Never in my wildest dreams could I have possibly imagined a straight-edge man could look so much like a meth addict. And it must 
must be extremely difficult to be straight edge, considering if I had your face, I'd need to down eight shots of whiskey just to look myself in the mirror. But you know what I can't respect, CM? It's how you've handled our little situation here, and you can pretend there isn't one, but eh, there is. There is. You know, you would do all your quaint little interviews and they would ask you, who are some opponents you would like to go up against? And you would name every single wrestler underneath the sun, except for moi. Now you can pretend it's because you weren't interested, but in reality, it's because you didn't want none. And who can blame you, punky? I mean, your whole entire career on the stick, you've been big fish, small pond, and standing across from me, you're just a freaking minnow. You didn't want to go toe-to-toe with me on the stick, punk? Well, too bad, because I'm about to verbally finish you quicker than your UFC career. in time, it'll say out of time. You can drop cute little pipe bombs all you want, cause I'm MJF and I drop nukes. I'm so disappointed in you. But let's not start there. Let's show our guest a little bit of Chicago hospitality. I want to thank you first and foremost for last week. You introduced yourself to me. That's what a proper young man is supposed to do to their elders. And I had no idea your first name was Maxwell. This entire time, I thought MJF stood for my jealous fan. See, I got the time. Seems like it still kind of does, doesn't it, if you're so hung up on the fact that I never mentioned you anytime I did press, anytime I ever did an interview, I never brought your name up. Well, that was by design. The last thing I wanted to do is feed your rotten little ego. Look at me, Maxwell, I'm in your head. Probably has a lot to do with the fact that there's a poster of me on your wall. Doesn't change the fact that I'm disappointed because I've always heard about the great MJF. And then last week, I did what nobody else in this industry, nobody else in AEW has been able to do. I shut up the great MJF without saying a word.
And you had seven days. You had a whole week to think of good zingers, and you came out here with the lowest hanging fruit. He thinks he's somebody. He thinks what he does is revolutionary to the wrestling business, when in reality, he's just a less famous Miz. Yeah, I I thought it was going to be more, but they said a week later, didn't they? So yes, yeah, I thought it would have been like, like well, like months later, but no, <laughs> no, no. That's a good thing about fuse, especially. In this I guess they have car. to keep it going. Yeah. Keep it going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so. sometimes they kind of do it, stop and have other, but then some people even multiple different fuse, which is quite interesting yeah. too. Oh, okay. So yes, yeah, so me and Tony are going to be going into our um, into our TARDIS, and yep. we're going to be going back to the year twenty twenty one. So Tony. Uh, can you guess what the number one film was this week in the UK? Oh, God. Uh, I have no idea. Um, last time it was Eternals. I think Eternals probably bought, like dropped off after. Um, I don't know what else came out in that year, really. Would you like a clue? Go yeah, go on then. This was a sequel to a classic movie series, and there was a cameo of three of the actors, because obviously one of them sadly passed away. Oh, is it Ghostbusters? Yes. Afterlife? Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Which was that uh, which I thoroughly liked actually. I thought it was quite good. I and I like and then I was so happy Shikani Weaver was in it as well, because she was when watching I was like, Where's Shikani Weaver? She should be in it then mm. seeing in the upper credit scene spoilers. It was just so cool to have her, have her in it <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, that film got delayed so much. That threw me off a little bit because that was meant to come out in twenty twenty, but then obviously COVID, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it threw me off as well when we were watching this. Um, sorry to jump forward a little bit, but people wearing masks. I was like, what? I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, though, I've not worn a mask for months and months no. and months. I mean, I would wear, I would happily wear one again if, obviously, yeah. in certain places you, you have to wear one, but I don't think yeah. one out with me anymore, I don't wear one anymore. I'm just like, if I get, I've had it once. To me, it felt like a, a cold. It didn't really feel like anything, mm-hmm. but I can see why, obviously, it would be worse and that sort of thing as well. So, been lucky, yeah. touch wood, that I haven't had it really badly. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and then, then the number one game, as uh, it was last time, Call of Duty Vanguard, and the number one song was Adelaide Easy on Me. Oh, so. okay. Fair enough. So, yeah. 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 So yeah. So yeah. Interesting times. Looking back at the year twenty twenty one. What else came out that month in twenty twenty one gaming wise? Gaming. Oh, I have no idea. Did an Assassin's Creed come out? Maybe not. But Possibly. Yeah, because I know they took a year off at one point. So yeah, yeah. They did. Yeah. Are they still? Are they, have they gone back to the yearly ones again? No, I don't think so. I still think they're taking breaks. But the next one looks a bit more return to old school, which That's is cool. pretty cool. Well, one yeah. of the games I want them to make again is Prince of Persia. I, love I think Assassin's Creed's kind of replaced it, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sands of Time was one of my favourite games when I was younger. Yeah, it's very good. I couldn't do the wall jump properly, but then I, realized, then I finally could do it. I was like, yes, I can actually... You can do it properly. That's the whole game. <laughs> I, I, I can finally do it now, because there's one section where you're going for like a tutorial bit, and then you have to go... To, and I was like, I just couldn't do it. But then one day I was like, no, I'm going to try it, and then did it. So, yeah. Got better. Stuck to it. Quite a toast, man. <laughs> you only get better. Yeah. There you go, just practice makes perfect. It does indeed, Tony. In Prince of Persia. Yes. In all the peas. In all the peas. Yeah. In pop. Yeah. 
Pop. Pop, Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia, oh, yeah. Yeah, Prince yeah. of Persia, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoop, yeah. And you got, yeah, and you got this one. RR. Retro rivalries. Yeah. I should I should do like a voice to it, like Vincent Mann. Retro rivalries. Like, oh, like you a, sound like you're in pain. Yeah, <laughs> like a throat stopper kind of thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Much of the man's a dickhead. He, <laughs> he, he has he has amazing throat uh, throat stormer voice yeah. when he announces other things as well too. So yeah. So Tony, so we watched uh, obviously on the on the video uh, title screen that says what everyone's been waiting for and stuff. But obviously, we did, because it'd be just far too much to go through and stuff, but on our overall sort of like general theme to begin with, and then we'll kind of maybe go through some main major points and stuff. But what do you think about those, uh, the 80 minutes we just saw? Uh, well, it felt like I kind of agree, like seeing Punk said it at the end, that he just was talking a lot. I mean, yeah. I get it. He He's like trying to push buttons and rile everyone up and get everyone mad, which he pretty much kind of did. But then... Tim Punk kind of like kept his cool and was like, "Ah, you're just talking a lot." <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the things I liked about the the um, promo battle between the two is one thing is you saw the fact that both men were on op- opposite sides of the ring, and then as soon as it was getting more towards the end, you can see them just start to yeah. come in and have that sort of like Roman, like gladiator sort of like face off kind of thing as well. Oh, I thought it was getting a bit sexy, <laughs> getting a bit like hot and yeah. And I loved all the different inside references, obviously stuff like The Miz and obviously CM Punk's UFC career and obviously um, Punk mentioned about only reason I didn't want to use your name and I thought MJF was like my jealous fan, obviously mentioned the fact that MJF was a fan of Punk, which is why he got into yeah. wrestling as well and that kind of thing as well too. But did you like that kind of bit as well? Yeah, to be honest though, some of it would like would have gone off over my head if, if you hadn't said, like, I mean, I feel like now um, from the previous one, I'm... I'm the person he was talking about things going over people's heads. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, I, I got like a couple of the references, but not all of it. <laughs> but it's pretty I cool. I mean, how did you find the whole promo battle in it, in itself and stuff? And obviously with the crowd only saying certain things when they could feel like it was a gap. And then even the commentators as well didn't even say a word. Yeah. When normally in some promotions and stuff, they would be saying things, but they would just let some, it. To be honest, I'm quite surprised the commentator said anything last time. I thought they'd just let them do their thing. But he said one thing last time, didn't he? But nothing. Yeah, this time. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I get it. The, there were points, though, when the crowd inter- interrupted him. Uh, and he got a bit mad. He's like, I got the mic. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's really good. And also CM Punk obviously being Chicago, and that's when Punk came back was to Chicago and obviously mentioned the whole thing about, yeah, I don't care about being number two. To yeah. me, number two is the second city because obviously Chicago burnt and then we build it up and stuff. Like you're using that and obviously using yeah. the Chicago thing. But Use also, it as a, 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 like a metaphor. Yeah. But him. also him then saying stuff against MGF and then, you know, I, I just think for me, it's one of those great promos because both men let each other say their bits, but then they both had great retorts to what each other yeah, said and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And obviously I know they wanted to make uh, Punk uh, be the person to have the last word, but I really like the fact that with Punk, he was like, come on then, let's fight. Yeah, that kind yeah, of thing yeah. as well, too, showing off that great babyface fire that Punk has. And even now watching Punk as a promo on someone on the stick, as it were, like, how did you feel uh, even about him? Did you can, you can you see that passion coming through? Can you see why people think he's so good in the sense of MJF as well? Yeah, I get, yeah, I can get why people like are attracted to him and he's, yeah, yeah, he's very good at talking as well. I, I will say, um, like, maybe I'm going to be controversial here. I do think MJF has a better voice 
for talking. I don't enough, no hate against CM Punk's voice, but I forgot what he sounded like to be honest. Oh, <laughs> like, okay, when he started talking, enough, I was yeah. like, oh okay, yeah. Um, he's still got a good stage presence, but yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah, and also like the sort of other references, obviously to um, Punk being straight edge, and he's kind of like saying, "You look like a meth addict." Yeah, and, and yeah. if you know, if I had your face, I would have to drink like eight shots of whiskey and just then to obviously, look in the mirror or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then obviously Punk had some great retorts that, and then MGF came back, and then you and you saw it as well. Then getting closer to each other, I, I just love the way it flowed and the way that yeah, it kind yeah. of it was very much like you guys have a few minutes and you have a few minutes and you have a few minutes yeah. and then their facial reactions to each other during the promos as well. Yeah. What do you think about that as well, Tony? Even the little nuances of that too. Kind of CM Punk seemed a bit unfazed by it and a little unbothered. Sometimes he was a bit like, ah, oh, this guy. <laughs> but um, MJF, like, <laughs> it seems like it got to him more whenever CM Punk said anything against him. Like, yeah, his face. Yes. Which, keep... in my opinion, was what perfect about it because... You want that to happen because yeah, with MJF yeah. being a hill, you want him to yeah, get frustrated exactly. because that's yeah. what you want a good story. You want to see the bad guy being like, you fucker kind of yeah, thing as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, you definitely want to see him suffer. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, man. And also as well, one of the things that I, one of my favourite uh, moments is obviously they mentioned about the pipe bomb and, it, and it's and then him saying to CM Punk, but I fire nukes and stuff. And then Punk yeah. will talk to him back saying, but you're just less famous Miz, which obviously the Miz is very good on the mic, and I like really like that because, and then just even the crowd going, "Oh my god, I can't believe you said that!" And then obviously the other bits as well about you can't see me, man, or about hustle all team respect, and then obviously yeah. then Punk at the end saying like, "Come on, fight me!" Then you um you know hit you need 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 a dick or something, and it's just like and just and just the crowd, <laughs> the escalation and it's just, of it, and the escalation of it was just so it's a very good well. like it, I can definitely see like this how hyped people can get after this and stuff. Yeah, uh, there's something else I wanted to say. You're saying about like. They'd have comebacks for each other and stuff. And speak, we spoke about like the music and like what was um, popular at the time. And we both said we didn't really like, we don't really listen to chart music. And I've always been into rap. And it kind of reminds me of rap in a way, like rap battles, where like they would say something against them, have their moment, and then they come back at them. And then, yeah, yeah. it feels very much kind of like that in a way. Yeah, because um, that's basically what the promo battle in a sense is. It's, it's basically selling you the match and then you yeah. then would watch the match and that kind of thing. Yeah. It's then in a sense with um with the whole thing of punk as well too, you wanna see punk beat the shit out of MGF because yeah, he's yeah. a snivy heel, but then also you wanna uh, also as well MGF knows he's so good that he wants you to hate him because yeah. to him he wants to be that old school heel. He wants to be the old school mentality of being like, Yeah I'm cool. Yeah I know I'm good, but I'm gonna make you hate me. Yeah. Like which is what he's so good at doing. But then with punk he's so good at obviously being the babe but then obviously as well like one of the other things I loved was MGF taking a mick out of Punk by going in shirt oh uh, yeah here in shirt company here which I'm is obviously... so happy to be in in shirt oh, yeah yes. town here yeah that sort of thing yeah and then Punk saying yeah I am yeah I was scared so what which is, the, which is then yeah. all great for a baby face to be like show that he was scared but also have the retort being like so it kind of makes life. it it kind of normalises him yeah. yeah like rather than MJF who makes him out he like he feels he's like selling himself as better than everyone whereas yes. CM Punk's being more humble <laughs> yes yeah so because even though Punk was the best in the world which is one of the reasons why MGF and myself and other fans like Punk it's because we kind of see something ab- about us in him because yeah. he isn't the biggest guy in the world no 
Uh, and that's probably why we like him. He's more realistic, where as much as I love wrestling, as much as I think, obviously, that our uh, larger-than-life characters work, but I also think the realness works as well, too, because you have uh, that extra... Yeah, you need some grounding. You yeah, need, which like, is what yeah. I think Punk and MGF do. They have that grounding towards them as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I can see that, definitely. Yeah, it's it yeah, definitely feels a lot more grounded than other stuff. But again, yeah, you can... I like it both ways. You can have it both ways. Right, totally, like, the over-the-top totally, yeah. stuff, like you said, is... Is great as well. So yeah, and also yeah. punk works so well is when he does the over, over the top stuff, but also when he is with someone who is seen as that larger life character, he does it in such a way that you always, which is what I find with punk, especially with MJ, which is why for me this is one of the best promo battles ever because both men are given the time to shine, yeah. and also it's one of those things that you're like, oh my god, is the fact that you 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 remember them more where yeah. there was a an amazing promo battle between him and the Rock Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. and people remembered. Punk, and he mentioned this amazing line about you know you haven't got arms short enough to box with God, and people remembered that, and just just that whole thing, and it's just and it just shows just how good these men are that they're able to make you so invested and so much like oh my god what's going to happen next yeah even, they hype, even they with <laughs> even with just talking which is what in yeah. a sense uh, promos are like where even though he's kind of gone off the rails and is a bit of a dick and that kind of thing Conor McGregor from the UFC. He's very much in a sense and like another sort of wrestling like a showman, isn't it? showman. It's like a, like, a big like, show. Yeah, yeah, bit like Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he knew that. He knew that whole thing of like, all right, then in wrestling they use the promos, obviously in conferences, that kind of thing to promote the fight, and then it made people watch him more. And even people asked him in interviews afterwards and be like, why are you, why are you such a dick when you're younger? It's like because it helped feed my family, yeah. it helped feed the ones I loved, because mm-hmm. it then got people to watch it. So then when he did win, people yeah. would then potentially buy his next fight because they wanted to see him lose even more because he won yeah, which is yeah. what which is what you want the great heel to do and stuff because you want obviously of MGF you want people to pay to see him um, get the shit kicked out of him which is why everyone was getting excited where they was like fuck Punk's gonna obviously you could see Punk take off his jacket to fight MGF yeah. which then MGF left which then means that everyone was booing but then you could feel like when they do finally either have the match or the altercate, physical altercation, it makes people more excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely, well. yeah. It's a definitely... It feels like a show. Like, I mean, wrestling, in a way, is putting on a show all the time. Oh, you know? I mean, that's the yeah. whole point of it. But, like, this is even more so, like, um, hypes it up and builds it up the rivalry. Yeah. And yeah. It's a good way to do it. Like, because otherwise, you could just, like, do the fights and that's it, really. But you want that. Yeah, you need that personal kind of connection to them characters yeah. i guess or them people yeah so, totally yeah. and also as well it's what gets the butts in the seats because as much as a match is good a match is probably 50 percent of why of what makes wrestling so good is because you need the promos to get the people in the seats but then you need the match to be good which then means that people would watch it yeah. and when they have another match people get so because they're like oh my god this happened in this match yeah what's going yeah. in the next match as well it's like talking about like we were talking about films and stuff and um we also, last time I mentioned him not saying a word, felt like uh, Fring from um, Breaking Bad. And, like, Breaking Bad is very much a thing of, like, there's so many crazy moments in it, but there's a lot of downtime and a lot of hyping, like, a lot of building the world and the characters. And you need that. You need both. Like, you can have a show... I think you can have it the other way as well. Something like where it would be just matches, for example, but, like, just all the action. But... Yeah, it's good to have, like, oh, totally. build up of the world and the people. Yeah. yeah, which is what I think, for me, the first 10 years of Marvel worked so well. You had the build-up of all yeah. the different films. they took their but time. Then you took the time, but then you yeah. had, finally, the, yeah. the, the the big crescendo of, yeah, obviously, yeah. Thanos exactly. and that kind of thing as well, which is what, for me, 
I felt this is because even though this was just at the beginning, are you looking forward to what's going to happen next, Tony? Yeah, yeah. There's going to be to see what more promos, matches, going to keep running as well. <laughs> He's just going to run away. Uh, but obviously, now watching week two, how does your opinion about both wrestlers have they changed in any way at all? No, I feel pretty much the same. Yeah, um, yeah. No, feel the same as I did last time. Yeah. Um, CM Punk basically knew how to like come back at him, so he's a lot of talk. And like you said, he wasted a lot of their people's time. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know. But it's still technically not a waste of time because, yeah, it's building it all up and hyping you up and making you angrier. <laughs> man. And can you see yeah. as well why... He's a cocky little shit. <laughs> oh, he is massively. I love, I love it. And can you see as well why it's had so many different views as well because it's had millions upon millions of views because yeah. so many people are like, oh my God, Yeah, uh, about it as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I can see why it's popular. Yeah, oh, definitely. for sure. Cool. So you excited to see what's going to happen next, Tony, yeah, in this amazing yeah. feud? Yeah, see where it goes. Definitely yeah. indeed, man. Definitely. See if he gets punched in his little needle dick. <laughs> yes, indeed. I love that line. I, I, just, I just love... I feel like that could backfire, though. He's like, I'm trying to punch you, I just can't find it. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> that is true. Or it might be like, ow, he hit me with needle dick. Yeah, yeah. Poison me. Poison me. <laughs> with, his, with his poison. Little, trying to make it the poison sting, sticker, like, sticker. Yeah, stinger stinger <laughs> like the poison sting like from Pokemon yeah <laughs> yeah yeah cool man so um, do you have anything else at all Tony you want to mention about this uh, amazing promo between both men is there anything that stood out to you the most is maybe it's something that obviously as you're not much of a wrestling fan as I am is it something that you potentially might show someone else or maybe say some that kind of thing as well just a general kind of thing I guess yeah um it's a good way to show people like that wrestling's not just about the fighting i guess and that there's more to it um and it's like a show yeah so yeah it's a good way to show off to people that yeah there's more to it i guess so there is indeed there is indeed so then tony my man uh so what would you give that out of five then tony out of five? Oh. yeah i mean obviously as like obviously you've seen other promos and uh, no, okay rather than being out of five um how would you let's say for example i said to you next week we we were, let's say for example it won't happen but hypothetically we're gonna be watching their match next week. How excited would you say you are to watch the oh, match? Oh, the hypometer. Yeah, the hype. Yeah, the hypometer. <laughs> would you be very hyped? Not hyped. I'm pretty Maybe hyped or pretty hyped. I'd say yeah, pretty hyped. I I I could feel they could have got if they got angrier and like I don't know I don't know if they um. Started insulting each other's mums or something. <laughs> then maybe oh, I'll be too wait, wait till you see another promo because CM Punk <laughs> mentioned a line when I heard it. I was just like, "Hell yeah!" A reference <laughs> to the Street Fighter movie. Oh really? <laughs> yes. Have you seen the Street Fighter film? Before? I've never seen it. No, I've seen okay. clips. But... Basically, there's a moment where he's talking about in the future, and then it says Maxwell to. Uh, to you, it's going to be the worst day of your life, but to me, it's only Tuesday. Okay. Which is a reference to the Street Fighter film uh, where M. Bison goes to Chung Lee. To you, and the day that Bison, something on your uh, village, was the greatest day of your life, but to me, it was Tuesday. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of fan offs in a way as well. We keep talking yes, about Marvel. I know. When um, uh, Scarlet Witch says, Oh, you took everything from me, he's like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> like, yes. <it's> like, <laughs> I know, I know. And even, oh, even a reference to Drax as well with uh, Ronan in the first Guardians. He, he says something about his family and he's like, I didn't remember killing your family and I doubt I remember killing you. <laughs> Just I know. another day for him. Yeah, yeah I know, man. I, yeah. I found I found actually changing subjects, which is why I think MBF's such a good villain. Yeah. But I felt in the more recent films, uh, they made some really good villains. Like in the Guardians of the Galaxy 3, 
Uh, you hated. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you hated yeah, yeah, the yeah. villain. You want. Yeah, you, you really want that. to despise a villain. That's the yeah. Thing. That's the thing. And also as well, you, it was good because was that's one of the things I kind of found with some of the Marvel films didn't work so much. Why I thought Thanos worked so well is even though you you didn't really care about them and they and they just were gone. With this one, he was so so good. And it'll be interesting to see what's yeah. going on with him now because obviously Drax at the end of the film spoilers saves him. <laughs> That'll be cool just to see is he are they going to have him become in a sense the next Kang because obviously all the you know, yeah, all the controversy around that's happening. Yeah. And I thought he was a great actor hmm. that you actually I was I hated him. Oh yeah, I think yeah. it's because what he was doing to the animals, which is funny funny for me. I don't really care. Yeah, what you happens care more to, about animals, humans, yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. You, you definitely want a villain you can really despise. So. Which is why I think MJF works yeah, well. Yeah, he works well. You, he's so you, cocky and arrogant. And, yes, which is yeah. why you, when he saw a punk, be like, yeah, come on then, get, yeah, you know, yeah. beat, beat a little He's not shit. quite like uh, torturing animals evil, but, no, no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. pretty evil. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, Tony, my man, before we head off, Anything at all you want to plug? Uh, well, over on How to Game, we play games, which uh, I spoke about last time. But yeah, we're playing uh, for loads of games, old school games. We might start new ones because we can't help ourselves. <laughs> no, we cannot, no. There there's some go. more games. I was like, Tony, we need to play this yeah. game. We need to play this game. We need to play this game. But there's over like, not not with just me and Mark, with other friends, but there's over 2,000 videos now on How to Game. So you can just watch endlessly for eternity. <laughs> yes, you can. And I yeah. sometimes even do that when I go to sleep. <laughs> listen to Hell Do Games. Listen, listen to, to your own voice. <laughs> I listen, listen to other ones as well, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I just sometimes go back and I'm like, I could have made a funnier joke there. I could have made a funnier yeah, joke there. Yeah, I, I could have made feeling. a joke there. Yeah. There was there was one, I remember you saying to me, Can you, do you mind if I delete this? It? like, yeah, it's fine. I can't remember what the joke was now. But I just I look back and I was like, must have been that bad if we had to delete it. Because <laughs> normally we're very sort of like we're on PC ish, but we try to keep on the balance. And yeah. like, you know, we're not P- PG punk. We're, no, we're not. <laughs> we're CM punk. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're R rated uh, retro rivalries. There yes, you go. <laughs> R rated indeed. Yeah. And that was no wrestling, guys. We have been your amazing hosts, as always, the best in the world. Loser Quest himself, Tony. <laughs> and I've been Mark Sylvester, guys, and don't forget to take care and always remember. Even needle dicks are okay. Don't be worried. <laughs> They're all fine. <laughs> don't shame needle dicks. <laughs> needle dick, needle dick, needle dick. There you